0: What's going on, people? It's y'all boy, Kelechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all had a nice little weekend. I hope y'all were able to rest. I hope y'all were able to relax. I hope things went well for you this weekend. I hope you were able to get powered back up. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling real good. But anyway... I'm feeling pretty nice. I'm feeling pretty good. Let me make sure I actually hit the record button on my screen this time, because Pod Thursdays podcast, I forgot to hit record on the screen, hence why there was no YouTube version of the podcast. And I apologize to all those who watch on YouTube, who prefer to watch on YouTube. Uh, that just was a mishap that happened when I uploaded the uh, when I was trying to record the podcast, and then I found out 40 minutes later that I didn't click record and the whole thing was lost and so I was just like you know what it is what it is I let that one ride but yeah how y'all doing today today I don't really have a whole lot to talk about today I don't really have a whole lot of rambles to go on but there's one topic that I wanted to touch on uh you can see it in the background it's on the stimulus check that most of people are getting now or or are, are receiving and some of the things that I think is the best ways or what I usually do Whenever I get any kind of money, like the process I go through of how to spend my money and how I think about my money, which helps me frame my money in a very specific way so that I'm able to like deal with different situations without always having to stress about, or not necessarily stress, but having to like guess and then you end up doing something you don't want to do. But before we do any of that, I think let's go right into the portfolio and give you guys a quick portfolio update. We're going to start with M1 Finance and your boy has been a little bit busy i've been a little busy on this platform i've been a little busy buying different stocks we'll, we'll go into which ones that i bought but if you remember last week this portfolio was about a hundred and four dollars 105 dollars. but now it's at 260 dollars, 260 and 69 uh, cents yeah so i've been busy i've been buying up a little bit of stocks it's not a whole lot of money i mean it's just about 150 dollars extra that i've put into this uh, put into this account, and I've just been uh, accumulating, building, building a little bit more in depth uh, and more uh, growth in the stock. So I've just been buying a lot more stocks. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see that my balance is all the way out of whack right now because I turned off automatic investing, and I'm doing it myself. I'm buying, I'm buying very specific uh, companies that I believe. Are going to do really really well after this whole situation and even going into the future and so on m1 finance it has something called slices and it tells you if your slices overweight or underweight and for me a couple of slices in my portfolio that are overweight right now which they in other words they're carrying more weight than they should be is my technology portfolio because technology is just carrying both the Dow the S&P the Nasdaq well the Nasdaq is mainly all tech tech companies but it's literally tech companies are making or breaking the entire market right now but either way i'm a tech head i've always wanted to be a, i've always wanted to invest in tech companies some of the companies that i ever invested in to start off with well always tech companies apple microsoft those kind of companies were always the ones that i started off investing into and so that continued this week and if we go into my tech slice really i just bought it's not like i bought a whole lot i just spent like another 20 uh 40 dollars buying uh, extra pieces into the company to really like put me further and further uh extra money in there and then after that the next slice that kind of is overweight is way bigger than it should be at about 22% in my portfolio when it should be about 7% is healthcare i also bought a few shares or not really a few shares is like partial shares in png and jnj and the main reason for that is these are two companies that in the long run after this whole thing goes through and afterwards, they're still going to be kind of king of the mountain. Even right now, they are king of the mountain uh, during this time. So, And I believe that there are going to be companies that are going to continue doing really, really well. And then after that, the next slice that's kind of overweight is my REITs. Um, REITs are a great way to make dividends, to get paid dividends. And right now, the REIT market is getting is getting beat down. And so now is a great time to buy into good REIT companies, not just any REIT companies, but good REIT companies. And one of those for me is Realty Income Corp. And I have been buying and be trying to buy more and more and more into Realty Income Corp. And also into NRZ, which we've talked about before. NRZ has just completely like gotten beat down. Another one that I am looking at is called Store, which is Store Capital. Let me make sure. Um. Which is store capital, and they own a lot of different types of. That's uh, the word I'm looking for. They own different types of uh, properties. They are also a type of REIT, and so I I uh, I'm looking at buying into them. They're pretty cheap as well, um, and so it's one of the other ones that I'm looking at acquiring in the future. But for right now, my main focus is on the 17 or so companies that I have in my portfolio. I don't really want to spread myself too thin because then I I have to be like, Oh, I have to spend. I only have, I mean, like I said, every month is only going to be about $80 that's going to be going into this portfolio unless something happens and I get some free cash. And so I don't really want to spread myself too thin. Like you, you want to select a good number of companies to start off with before you start growing before you start putting a whole lot of money and really, to be honest. I should have really not had this many companies to start off with. I should have probably just started off with about five companies or so since I was spending just, I started off with just a hundred dollars, that would have made a whole lot more sense rather than spreading myself so far thin and going with 17 different companies. But there was a lot of companies that I really, really wanted a piece of, I wanted to be a part of, and that's companies like in the consumer products part, like Disney and Coca-Cola and Walmart and those kind of companies. And so what ended up happening is just that because of that, I am in a position where my money may not be going as far, which means I won't be getting as much with dividend payments and those kind of things, which is fine because it will eventually grow to that point where I will be receiving more. The point is you just got to start and then you just work your way through. It's part of that is I learned afterwards that it's better to start off with buying a few companies rather than jumping into the waters and buying way too many companies if diversification is good but over diversification can be kind of terrible it's kind of like when you're cooking something and somebody keeps on putting more stuff into the pot it's like sometimes when you're making a steak for example all you need is salt and pepper you don't really need to put any other spices on that thing just put salt and pepper a little bit of olive oil and you're good and your steak is going to come out real good But once you start throwing all these other spices in there, you start trying to play, be too fancy with it. Then you just confuse yourself and you mess yourself up. And that's kind of what happened with this whole thing is I started off. And as you guys know, I'm learning as I'm going on with this journey. I'm learning as I'm figuring out a little bit more and I'm sharing that learnings with y'all so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I've made. And so starting off small by that, I mean, starting off by buying a few companies so that you own more shares in the company rather than me over here owning just about $20 in Microsoft and $20 in Apple, you can make more. uh, You can end up doing better if you start off just maybe consolidating that more. Maybe I should have started off just getting a bunch of REITs or maybe not a bunch of REITs, but getting a good portion of REITs and then on the other side, also like investing in some other things. I don't know that's one thing that I'm learning. I'll probably do better with this. This portfolio will be balanced out in the future, but right now it's going to look wacky and wonky for the time being just because I'm going to be doing a lot of, instead of doing the auto investing feature where it balances itself out, I'm going to be actively trying to buy a lot of different companies that I believe are undervalued right now and will be better in the future. But anyway, that's the M1 finance portfolio. The other one is my, uh, Robinhood portfolio, which I have also been a little bit busy on. Let's go right into the portfolio. Let's go to account. Come on, come on, Robinhood. Let's do this. Account and history. And when we go into history, we can look at. Let's go to orders. We can look at orders, and you can see I've been a little bit busy buying up a few shares in a in different things. The first thing that I wanted to do in this Robinhood portfolio was diversify myself into owning etfs so over the last week i bought three uh same etf but i bought three shares of schwab u.s dividend equity etf which is schd i bought that etf it basically follows the dow jones uh dow jones index and i really i've been enjoying it it's giving me pretty good returns and also i also bought a few share uh another share of ally because i really I, i'm I'm really heavy on Ally right now, to be honest with y'all. I'm really, really heavy on Ally. So my portfolio looks something like this. If you're watching on YouTube, it is worth, right now it's worth 641 bucks. Really, 636 bucks of stocks and then $4 extra that is just sitting and waiting, which I'll eventually invest that when I get some more money into the portfolio. But for right now, my focus when it comes to my Robinhood for portfolio is continue to divest myself into ETFs and possibly looking to save up enough to keep buying more either ally or comcast but eventually i will look to buy more microsoft in my uh in my robin hood portfolio my robin hood portfolio has how many companies is that one two three four five six seven eight nine companies which is good it's a good balance in my robin hood this is a good balance and it's better than what i did with my m1 finance the reason i jumped so far in the m1 finance is it has partial partial investments where you can get partial shares and you can buy partial shares. But Robinhood does not have that feature yet, which is kind of annoying because I would really like to turn on uh, DRIP. And if you don't know what DRIP is, DRIP is Dividend Reinvestment Plan. And I wish I could turn that on for Robinhood, but I don't have access to that yet. And that's annoying. But if I can get that, that would be dope because then I will not really have to worry about it too much. And it would just be reinvesting my dividends, which is what I'm doing with M1 Finance. But overall, you can see I've done decent with some of the companies that I've selected. Some of the companies on here, unfortunately, I've taken an L. I bought them either when they were too expensive. For example, Disney dropped all the way to 100 bucks. I bought it when it was 107 but I don't really mind because Disney, I believe, is always going to be a good company to own. And then Square, I bought Square when it was $78, and I've lost $17 since I bought it. But I'm fine with that because I believe Square will continue to grow and do well in the future. But overall, I think I've done a pretty decent job with the companies that I have bought and the returns that I've seen on those companies. So overall, my Rob, my Robinhood portfolio, two of the ones that I bought this week was Ally and Schwab. And overall, my portfolio has been doing well And I've gotten back into the green the market has been going up so I've gotten back into the green overall but then again you got to think I've also put a lot of money into this I say a lot of money like $200 (laughs) into this portfolio since the market crashed so this should go further up Um, when this whole thing started I started off with about $100 or so in the portfolio or $200 or so in the portfolio and since then I've kind of put in a few extra dollars to kind of see where i can get this thing out also remember the goal of these two portfolios is to try and get this to a point where i can live uh get some kind of passive income from this so so i can make some kind of passive income the goal is to be making a thousand dollars a month and i started doing a dividend tracking to see how much i'm making right now it's nothing like let's be honest it's like two dollars is what i made last year in total i made two dollars last year total from my portfolio but it's better than zero dollars. It's showing progress. I am getting better and better about this. I believe I'll probably make about $10 this year. So that's not bad, that's not bad. Um. So we'll keep on growing, we'll keep on doing this. I'll keep on updating you about some of the moves that I'm making and some of the things that I'm doing with the portfolio and we'll go from there. Okay, enough about the portfolio. Let's talk about the topic that we have for today. Today we're gonna to be focused, focused on the stimulus check and some of the things that we can all do with our money, not just the stimulus check, but basically things we can do with our money to kind of have a mindset of how to spend your money, how to manage your money. Some of the things that I think about whenever I want to manage my money or whenever I get money of any kinds, it usually falls into a few categories and I immediately like, I don't really dive, divert from using this, uh, this system. And I think it's a really good system that can help a lot of people to kind of get into the mindset of thinking about, oh, how am I going to use this money? Or how am I going to spend this money? Or what am I going to do with my money? Rather than getting free money and then spending it any which way. You plan for it. You can automatically plan for it. Even if it's money you didn't expect to get, but you got, but you can always plan for it and put it into categories. Rather than just kind of spending money willy willingly when you don't want to spend money, And so that's why I'm putting this together. It's ways that you can spend your stimulus check because apparently a lot of us have gotten the stimulus check or and some people are still waiting to get their stimulus check. But the first thing is, this discussion is based off of people who might have extra money. So in other words... We start off with the idea of your four, your four walls. Again, as you guys know, I'm a Dave Ramsey fan. I use a lot of his theories on a lot of stuff and it's kind of, it's helped me get out of debt and it helped me start thinking about how to put money into, into categories and how to make my money work for me rather than me working for my money. And so there are four things that he says he calls it the four walls of budgeting. In other words, the four walls you start off with to help yourself and to inundate yourself. And these are the things that are core to allow you to be able to do anything else. And so if you don't have these things, this is basically where you end with this whole podcast. If you have these four things, then we'll progress and you go to the next level. But the four things are food, utility, shelter, and transportations. In other words, these four things you have to take care of first before you can do anything else. So when we're talking about food, you need food to survive. That's necessary. Utilities, you need power, you need water in your house. Maybe not internet being a key one, maybe, but it might be as well, but not really internet, but power, water, the key utilities that you need in your house, gas, those kind of things, those come, these are the things that you have to do first. And then after that, your house, rent, house, whatever it is that you pay in order to have some kind of living, some kind of space to live in you pay that next and then for transportation because in order to make money you have to be able to get to where you need to get to to make that money so whether that be you own a car whether that be you own you take public transportation or your bicycle or your skateboard or your power board or electric board whatever it is that you use on a daily basis to get to work to make money make sure that you have that situated first so once you have the four walls situated and you're still looking in your pocket. Like I have this, like for some of us who may still be able to work. And for some of us who are able to still work, you got that stimulus check. It's like, yo, I have this money burning a hole in my pocket. I mean, let me, what what, what can I do with this thing? What can I do with this thing? I've gotten a couple of questions like that too. By the way, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, hit me up with questions that you may have or anything like that one of the things that i think that i'm going to be doing in the future is i'm probably going to be doing some live sessions let me know if you guys are interested in this Where i'm going to be doing some live sessions with people and just talking through uh whether it be budgeting whether it be fine again i'm not a financial advisor let me start off with that i'm not an investing pro let's start off with that but there are some things that people just need one-on-one advice on that i think i can help a little bit now it's going to be a very basic bit but I can help a little bit to kind of it help people out to kind of think about how you think about money and some of the things that we give ourselves cop out on that somebody else won't give you a cop out on. So let me know if you guys are interested in that. We'll probably do it on like Instagram or something like that. I'll do Instagram live and just talk through, have people rolling in and out and just talking to different things. One thing I do want to do with this podcast is I want to have other people on here. I'll probably hit up my siblings and see if they want to get on. and will do like a Zoom call or something and we'll get on this podcast and just talk away about different things about life. But anyway, let's get back to this. So once you have your four walls situated, which by the way, shout out to my sister. It was a birthday the other day. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Um once you have your four walls situated, then you can start thinking, Oh, I have some I have some extra money. What do I need to do with that? What what can I do with this extra thousand dollars? It's just sitting and burning a hole in my pocket. What what am I about to do with this money? So the first thing and you guys have heard me talk about this a million times, and you probably don't even want me to say it, is you got to have that emergency fund, man. If you are in debt, you got to have at least a $1,000 in in your emergency fund. But in this coronas period that we are in right now, i would say you probably need to put more into that emergency fund. You need to just save up more money in your emergency fund. Typically, I'll say if you're but if you're working then that changes things if you're not working you might want to stop paying debt and put some more money into your emergency fund just in case of anything just so you can have that money for backup for backup six. so that's what i'll say with that but if you are working and you're not in debt and we're not in this whole coronavirus situation because one of the things is i want it to be also after we come out of this situation um and you have a job and all that good stuff a thousand dollars if you're in debt if you're not in debt you need at least three to six months Of your expenses saved up somewhere as an emergency fund because sometimes even if you don't lose your job even if you don't even if nothing goes wrong but one day you wake up and you're like you know what I don't like what I'm doing right now this three to six months of expenses gives you the flexibility to kind of be like you know what I'm gonna look for something else that I'm passionate about that I enjoy to do that I want to do that I want to wake up in the morning and go do That's what this does. It gives you that leverage to not necessarily always have to... You know, sometimes we're at work and we're just like, I really don't want to be doing this thing. For some people who don't enjoy what they do. I enjoy what I do, so I don't care. But this gives you leverage to not have to be so dependent on the day-to-day pay of your boss and all that stuff or trying to please someone at work or any of that stuff this gives you leverage in your mind and even if even if you love what you do the other thing that this does for you is you're able to just be just be more balanced at work at least for me this it's done that it just made me freer to be able to express opinions to be able to just do better at work if that makes any sense and just kind of think outside the box it's a lot more free and rather than always trying to you know trying to finesse my way through stuff but three to six months of expenses of emergency fund put that aside that's the first thing i talk about it a lot a lot of people don't like listening to me on that it sounds good until you have to put the money away and you want to buy something else that you don't want to buy And then after that, again, remember I said this at the beginning of this podcast, this is focused on people who just have extra money, but in a hole in their pockets, this is not necessarily people who don't have the extra cash just laying around It's for everyone who has all the money is just sitting there and they're like, what do I need to do with this extra money that I have? Next thing is pay off debt, pay off debt, especially credit card debt. You know what the problem with credit card debt is, Is credit card debt is one of those debts that has double digits, usually double digits interest rates. And servicing that debt costs more than the actual debt itself. So think about this. The same thing that helps you when you're investing and saving money, the compounding interest is the same thing that counts against you with debt. So think about this. A credit card can have like a 10% interest rate, right? Think about 10% on an investment account. That's literally the goal. The goal for investing is for you to have like at least 10% return every single year. That's the goal. And so for credit cards, when you have that double digit interest rate on that thing, bruh, that thing is like a weight on your back that never lets you progress. That's why every time you make a payment, you just feel like, yo, I made this payment, but it ain't going down. What's going on with this thing? Like I keep making these payments, but it doesn't seem like my credit card is reducing or whatever. And so just make sure you pay off the debt because the debt itself, in and of itself, will just hold you back. It will hold you back and not let you move forward. I was talking to my sisters the other day, and I was just saying I feel like a middleman. It feels like I get paid so that I can pay or I can pay other, corp, other corporations. Is what it feels like. It feels like I get my money, and then all these people say, "Hey, man, you got that change for me." And then all these corporations just come and collect their money. We just, it feels like we are the middlemen in this whole thing where we get paid and we have to pay other people. But anyway, but yeah, just get out of debt. The freedom that you can, you can just make more progress in money and all these things when you are not situated and inundated with debt. And then the next thing is, as you guys already know, invest. Because you know me, I love to, I love, in, I, I'm, I'm a fan of investing, but it changes based on where you are in life so for different people that may mean different things for some people it means I want to save up to buy a house for something people it means I need to invest so that I can save for my students school fees because in the US college tuition is something that is just crazy it's just it's wild out here for some people that may mean putting off money for retirement For some, it just depends on where you are this is where your money is kind of more free. This is where you decide what you want to do with your money. And so I start off with just investing that money first, and then you can decide what you want to do. I do a dividend. I do a personal investment account for myself, but I also have a personal advisor as well. I I, I advise everybody to get a personal advisor so that you can at least get somebody who is looking at these things all the time and focused on these things all the time to help you through the Through the whole thing but I'll say two things whatever advisor you get one are they focused more on trying to sell you different types of life insurance and two are they actually gonna be a teacher that can teach you through the process so you can learn the way that you look at your account the way that you look at your portfolio so that it's not just them making the decisions but you are also making decisions as well so that's the two key and then the third thing is be careful of the fees just know how much or what kind of fees They are going to be charging you uh especially if you're going to be investing in mutual fund accounts the fees can really hamper your growth in the long term let's say you invest like ten thousand dollars with a ten percent return every single year that ten thousand dollars if they're taking a fee of about let's say one one percent it means that you're only getting nine percent on that return in other words your ten thousand dollars turns from $1,000 $1,000 extra and you know that grows. It turns from $1,000 to $900. So just be careful of the fees and just know what you're getting yourself into. Um, in this day and age, I don't believe that anybody should be charging you over a 1% fee. Um, there's just so many cheaper options. There's no reason for you to be getting charged that much money in your investment. If you may not be seeing that money come out of your account, but it's going to come out of your account in the long term. So just know that just know that when you're going into it. And overall, these are three. There are about five things. And these are this was number three. Number four, give. Actually, I think that's yeah. Give. I truly believe I truly believe that giving is like the ultimate thing that we can do with our money. Giving is literally the ultimate thing that we can do with our money. The main reason I think that is, as a Christian, first of all, it's a principle. uh, You give and you shall receive. It's just a principle. Whether you're a Christian or not, that's a principle of life. If you give, you receive. And the thing, the idea is, I like this picture. If you're watching on YouTube, you see a picture on the screen. If you're not watching on YouTube, the picture is of one person with a hand above pouring money into the hands of somebody below. The thing is, if you give, your hands will forever be on top. Forever be on top. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't, your hands will just... Think about some of the people, some of the richest people in the world. They, like, whether they're Christians or not, they give. And then you see the the fact that they are the richest people in the world. Of course, you have gritty people who also make it up there, sure, whatever. But for the most part, generally speaking... Give and you shall receive. That's just how it works. Because what happens is, I believe in this principle of, if I don't have money, there are people who are dependent on the money that I have. And so therefore, if I don't have the money, how are they going to do their thing? And so I truly, truly, truly believe in the concept of giving. Giving is literally one of the best things that you can do is to give, is to give, give of yourself, is to give, give, give. I learned this concept from my mom. And literally, sometimes it looks like, man, we're going through the worst times. We're going through the worst of times. But interesting enough, money always seemed to just kind of find its way into her pocket one way or another. No matter how difficult times were. And I think you can directly correlate that to her giving. So whether you agree with me or not, that's for you to decide. But I truly believe That given is one of the best things that we can do with our money. But anyway, I think that's about all I got for y'all today. Yep, That's it. I thought it was five, but it's only four things. So to recap the four things that you can do with your extra money, whether it's this uh, spending stimulus account that you have in your pocket or just extra money you get for birthdays, you get for any kind of things, Christmas, all that kind of stuff. Emergency fund, $1,000 if you're in debt three to six months. If you're not, start there, start there, start there. Then after that, pay off your debt, pay off your debt. Once you do that, you will feel so free. You feel so free and your life will be so much easier. And then after that, invest that money. That may look very different depending on what stage of life that you are in. You can be in the stage of life where you're trying to, you have kids and you're trying to invest in their future. So you're trying to save up money for their college fund, or maybe you're trying to retire or trying to save up for retirement, or you're trying to buy a house or whatever, or even just, you know, you just want to try and do what I'm doing with passive income by investing in dividend stocks. So there's that, invest your money. It will grow over time. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the picture. And for all those who are not watching on YouTube, it's a picture of a guy with a watering hose or a watering can, and there are different pots and he's pouring some coins into one pot and then that coin turns into a few dollars and then that dollar turns into a little tiny branch and then that branch turns into a bigger tree with more dollars. And so that's literally the idea of investing. And for all those who are investing, I have two rules by Warren Buffett that everybody should keep in mind. Rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, don't break rule number one. These are the two cardinal rules of investing. So. Don't lose money and don't break that first rule so that you can keep growing and making more money and all that good stuff. That's the entire thing with investing. Investing is continuing to find ways to make more money. And finally, like we talked about, giving is the ultimate thing that you can do with your money. I don't care what anybody says. Giving is literally the greatest thing that you can do with your money. One, it just makes you happier. It just makes you a better person. It just makes you happier. It just makes you experience life from a different perspective. Life doesn't have to carry that weight that it does all of a sudden. And then two, it's a principle you give and you shall receive. It doesn't like you may not see how you're receiving, but you will receive. And I've learned that first person with the life of my mom, when she would like the amount she gives to other people, helping other people out. I've seen that as just a correlation in my life. And so I'm tapping into that. I'm definitely going to be following that footsteps. But anyway. That's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all learn one, maybe two things when you listen to this podcast. But it's been your boy, Kalichi. I'm going to catch y'all up on the other one. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And wash your dang hands. Peace.